Life's storms are bound to happen. Of course they're going to come. Just like the storms come after a sunny day or while you're on vacation or while you are just enjoying some time at home thinking you're about to go on a walk and boom, a storm comes. Just like that. We have those same situations when we are facing a change in our career, a change in what we have started, our entrepreneurship journey. Life happens and hardship is bound to come each of our way and some more of a magnitude, some less. In today's episode, I want to share with you about embracing the mindset of the buffalo in life's storms. Right now, we are going through a hardship as well. It has not always been easy, but it's definitely always been worth it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. I always find that when we come into the season of October, there's a different feel in the air, of course, because the season's changing. But in education, we start to see and feel a different type of energy, a different type of focus. We have typically began to settle into a routine. And even if it's not the routine that you specifically love, you're probably a lot better than what you were at the beginning of the school year, right? So if you're thinking about even homeschooling, Probably at the beginning, you it's ebbed and flowed, and you've felt like that you were on a roller coaster at times. Same thing with being a teacher. At the beginning of the year, there's so much excitement, and then after a couple weeks, it's like, whoa, I'm starting to find out so much more about my students, about my school, about the, the class, the grade, the parents. And typically, after about a good four, six, eight weeks, we find ourselves slowly beginning to take a step back and reflect. And to be honest with you, our journey has not been any different than what I am describing to you when I'm talking about the ups and the downs, the hills and the valleys. Beginning of the year, you may have heard in previous episodes that our school flooded. And so we had to make an extremely fast change. We have had to endure quite a bit of hardship when it came to just operating year four, some of which was absolutely all of which were a blessing, but some of which felt very, very difficult. Even whenever I left my teaching career, it just felt difficult. Although I was excited and I was determined to leave, it still was hard. It's hard. And while it's hard, it doesn't mean that we have to quit. 
Yes, it's tough. And, and today I want to share with you, after our school had flooded, we had to move very quickly in the summertime before the school had flooded. There was so much changing about our school growing. Our state passed government funding, so that allowed our school to grow exponentially. But with that came a lot of growing pains with government funding and parents wanting to tour and I didn't have enough staff to help me. I was still doing it all on my own. That felt hard. And I, and it's interesting because the moments that we want, we're like, I can't wait to get more students. And then you get more students and you're like, I can't wait to get more help. And then we got more help. And then here came the flood. And then to be honest with you, we have had an incredible start to the year, but we've also had to deal with for the very first time, a behavior issue. And not anything that was unstoppable or uncontrollable, but it was the first time in many years that I was like, okay, how am I going to handle this? How, especially since having a school, and it was just one minor problem, but you know how little minor problems end up being a big problem, especially whenever you have a small school. So it only lasted for a couple days, but I had to figure it out and it was hard. And then we received some sad news that three of our students, a family of three that we love and adore so much, the family is leaving to move out of state because of a job transfer. Not only did it just break our heart, but it had to, we had to really think about how we were going to transition because when you lose three students, you've really got to make provision for that. Thankfully, we make provisions for things like this to happen. But still, it was hard. We face some hard things with our daughter who goes to public school. We face some hard things in our marriage. We faced hard things in just in nature. And I know that you have felt the same way as well. It was hard when I left my teaching position and I hadn't started the school yet. It was hard whenever I first started the school because I didn't have anyone to collaborate with. I had no idea what I was doing. It was so hard during COVID having a school, feeling isolated from the rest of the world, even though it was better than what many people were facing whenever they were having to go into public and private school with all the mandates. However, the fact of the matter is it was so difficult. And I have found that it all worked out. There is a rainbow at the end of the storm. But I want to share with you something that I just heard recently, and it was about being in the buffalo and facing life storms. Because there is a really great lesson about success and leadership from studying the way that buffalo and cows respond to storms. So if you maybe grow up in the Midwest or in a place where it's more rural, you probably know a little bit more about cows than, say, a lot of other people. Um, I did not grow up where there were buffalo, but I grew up in Missouri. And I will say that we definitely know a lot about cows. And when the storms come... Most of them come from the west and they roll out toward the east. What cows do is very natural. Cows sense that the storm is coming from the west and so they try to start running toward the east. I still remember as a little girl being in my grandma's backyard and looking across the field at a family who had a beautiful pasture and beautiful landscape. And I remember whenever get really dark and it would be looking like it was going to storm, we would see cows walking. And of course, when I was a little girl, I had no idea what they were doing. You would just suppose that they are getting ready to go into the barn. 
But the storm nonetheless comes from the west. And when the cows sense that the storm is coming, they try to start running toward the east. The only problem with that is that if you know anything about cows, you also know that they're not very fast. So I can still visualize them walking so slowly and their tails just a swaying. So of course the storm catches up with the cows rather quickly. And without knowing any better, the cows continue to try to outrun the storm. But instead of outrunning the storm, they actually run right along with the storm which maximizes the amount of pain and the time and the frustration that they experience from that storm. Humans do the same thing all the time. I know I have. I've tried to run away from the storm, hide, not go anywhere, stop, be afraid, move super slow because I was afraid to make a, a rash decision. We spend so much of our lives constantly trying to avoid the inevitable challenges that come with the difficult circumstances that our very own choices most of the time have led us to be in. Sometimes it hasn't been a choice. Our flood wasn't a choice. Students choosing to, or families choosing to leave and move to another state, that's not my choice. That's not my fault. But it still hurts me. It still hurts when things don't fold out the way that you want them to fold out. And if you think about it, People who are in debt constantly try to find ways around paying their bills. People who need to exercise typically find a reason not to exercise. People who are unhealthy make these rationalizations for why they can't do anything about it or why it doesn't matter. And trust me, I've been there myself. People who are struggling in their marriage and often try to avoid the difficult but meaningful conversations that need to be had to reconcile that relationship typically don't make the difficult conversations. Salespeople try to do everything to avoid making sales. I did everything I could to avoid making a change in my teaching career. Everything. I fought tooth and nail. I pleaded because even though I wanted to make a change, I was way too scared. I tried to have all my ducks in a row. And let me tell you that whenever I left, I still didn't have all my ducks in a row, but I'm sure I'm glad that I left. And many times whenever I've tried not to face a storm or face a challenge, I just find that I'm procrastinating and it just makes the whole entire situation worse. Waiting makes it worse. Just like the cows, they're just waiting, moving very fast. They're trying to go, but they're just kind of waiting and now they're stuck in the storm. Let's take a look at what the buffalo does. The buffalo is rather unique when you think about the rest of the animal kingdom because buffalo wait for the storm. They wait for the storm to cross right over the crest of the peak of either mountaintops or just as the topical land is laid out, they're just waiting. They know that it's coming. They sense it in the air. And Mother Nature, as the storm rolls over, the buffalo, instead of running the opposite way, they turn and charge directly into the storm. Instead of running east away from the storm, they actually run west directly at the storm. And typically they run straight through it. So just imagine if you take your left hand and you have your right hand underneath it and then both of the hands are moving in opposite directions. The storm crosses over one, the buffaloes are running underneath it, they get them out to the other side. They minimize the amount of pain and time and frustration that they could experience from that storm. But notice how if that were a buffalo and a cow in the same storm, notice how it's the exact same storm. And it's such a great metaphor for all of us because all of us are dealing with the same types of storms. 
what I mentioned earlier may be something that you've gone through or something of that's a, that feels like that extensive caliber in your life. We don't always get to choose whether or not we have storms. The only choice that we have is how we respond to the storms. And more specifically here, when we respond to those storms. This buffalo mentality is very representative of the mindset that we have to have when it comes to making a change, building a school, taking a leap, and doing something that is in a massive amount of thought leadership. You can either charge directly into your problems because you realize that procrastinating and indulgence are simply creditors that will charge you interest. Think about it. How are you responding when there's a storm that comes up? And I know for me, I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out. But for me, I always take that mindset and then I have to process it for a little bit. My husband, he is a total buffalo. Like I can be a buffalo at first and then I want to run with the cows. And then I'll be like, okay, wait a minute. This isn't working. I'm going to run back with the buffaloes. I'm costing myself more time, right? However, my husband, he's a total buffalo, 100%. And he is the one whenever we come into situations or difficulties for years, he has this mentality of I can and I will and no one's going to stop me. So come on, honey. That's what he's always saying to me. And we just were facing the other day a situation where my husband's job was even in jeopardy. And here he is and his job's in jeopardy. We just lost some students and it was the first time I've ever lost students because of a move and then a behavior situation that I was just like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to run with this storm. I'm going to run the opposite direction. And we're just going to handle this. Same thing with the children moving. Why would I want to cause any more pain or heartache other than to wish that family well and to say, all right, we've got to make a move. We've got to change some things. And immediately my husband and I went into total, let's make a change. My husband, I mean, all, all of this happened, ladies and gentlemen, within an hour. The decision we had to make about the student with the behavior, finding out that three of our students were going to leave, and finding out that my husband's job was in jeopardy. All within an hour. We didn't have time to be a cow. We had to be a buffalo, baby. And at the end, of the, my husband had the best attitude, and I was so proud of myself. I was so calm. I, I looked at my spreadsheet. I had my numbers. I had gr great ideas. My husband had great ideas. Of course, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, okay, okay. All right, it's okay. We, we know how to fix these problems. We know how to plan. We know what to do, what's best for the kids. And it was so interesting because at the end of the night, my husband and I looked at each other, and he said, let's go out in the garage and let's plan for the next couple months how we're going to make this work. And it was so exciting and invigorating. And we felt empowered. Despite the fact that we are heading through, that we're walking through a storm, we actually felt super motivated and empowered. And my husband looked at me at the end of the night, standing at the stove as we're eating dinner at 9.15. And he says to me, I don't know about you, but I felt like we won the day. Wow. You're running through a storm. And the person, the buffalo standing next to you says, I don't know about you, but I feel like we won the day. And I thought, you know, that reminds me of the buffalo and the cow situation. We didn't have time to be a cow. We had to be a buffalo. I hope that encourages you because I know that when you make a change, you will have to choose to be a buffalo. Your time, your energy, your mindset, your family, your community, they're all depending on you 
to be a buffalo. And buffaloes need buffaloes. I know that I definitely faced life storms a lot more gracefully with buffaloes by my side. If you do not have a buffalo by your side, it is worth every amount of time, energy, investment, planning. Buffaloes need buffaloes. They need each other to run through the storm. If you are in a situation, and I get this all the time, daily almost, where we are right over here at Teacher Layer Lightshine opening up more coaching calls and more time to meet with you because so many people are in a situation of, I need to leave my job, but I don't know how. I need to grow my micro school, but I don't know how. I don't know what to offer. I don't know how to handle this situation. Please help guide me. I'm facing a problem. We just opened up many more coaching sessions in October out of demand, and we would love to help you through whatever storm you feel you're facing. Whether you have not started your micro school, whether it's just an idea that's a year away, two years away, maybe you're saying, I need to have the hard conversation with my spouse. I need to have the hard conversation with my principal. I need to have the hard conversation with my church for a location. I need to figure out how I'm going to make this work financially. I need to know how to market. I need to know how to build a website. I need to know what I should prioritize. Please help me run into the storm because I am facing a drought season right now. Or I am needing more guidance, more help, more support, more energy. I want to give up. And I want to say to you, in this situation right now, you're going to need to charge on. You don't have time to be a cow. It's time to be a buffalo. You can head over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching and feel free to always send me an email. Tell me what you're going through and ask me, do you think that Clarity Coaching is best for me? Do you think I should do the Jumpstart? Should I do the Deluxe Coaching? I will be honest with you because nobody wants to sit around and help somebody else be a cow. No, we're trying to be buffaloes, my friends. And every single time, that I meet with somebody, I always feel refreshed because I see the light in their eyes and at least it gives them more of an opportunity to move forward and to keep pressing on. I pray for you that you are facing life storms knowing that this too shall pass and be a buffalo and get yourself a buffalo friend. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.